Hey, what's going on? So uh, before we start this episode, I just wanted to let you know uh, that we still do have our online training program. I talk about it a little bit at the end of episode, at the end of this episode, so I won't talk about it too much. I just want to let you know that yeah, it's a full comprehensive program. We have a dietary element. We have a full program that has uh, workouts uh, for every day of the week, or has something written for every day of the week. If it's a rest day, obviously we don't have a workout for that day. Uh, but we have uh, account accountability as well. You have the ability to chat with me on the app if you have any questions or if you have any comments or anything like that. Or if you want to leave any feedback on the workouts, you can put that in there as well. So yeah, we have pretty pretty much everything you can think of when it comes to a workout program. Just all you have to do is open up the app, click the button, and you can start your program right away. So you get on it. I would love for you to be a part of our program here. And no, not everybody can come inside this studio, uh, but you have the ability to train with me anywhere in the world, really. So it's a pretty cool thing. We have uh, quite a few people that have been jumping in and have uh, given me some feedback. I've made a couple changes to it, and I'm really excited to put this out there for you. So if you uh, have the inkling to get started before New Year's, uh, jump in. It's a free two weeks. All you got to do is just click on the link that I will put in the show notes. All right, let's get the show started. You, what's going on, Cray Brola Crayon? As <laughs> your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington. Today is Friday, December 16, 2022, and this is season nine, episode number 137. And uh, this is, I told you I might not make it, but I decided to make it. It's actually kind of a cheat code. I put a little cheat code on there. This is a rerun. This is a uh, one of the episodes, uh, one of my more popular episodes from earlier on this year. Where I was talking about why you should give a damn about what you do. Now, the reason why I mention that is because um, I told a little story about how like uh, people were talking about me when I was younger, uh, when I tried to play football, I wasn't a really good athlete. Uh, when I first started this business, people were talking about me saying that they didn't believe I was going to make it. Uh, but uh, I didn't really listen to that. I mean, obviously, I listened to it in the sense that like it gave me some motivation to like show them that they're wrong. But at the end of the day, uh, it was a matter of, you know, just <laughs> staying in my lane and not giving a damn about what they're thinking and giving a damn what I'm thinking. And that's what I'm talking about today is essentially uh, staying in your lane, knowing what you do best and sticking what you do, uh, sticking to what you do best because that's the best way to be successful. Uh, I found that out. <laughs> I found that out along the way. And uh, believe it or not, like maybe when I first started running this business, I was just like, you know what? You just got to do what you do best because when you start listening to everybody else and saying, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Why don't you do this? You get lost. And then all of a sudden you can't really care about what you're doing because you're trying to do what someone else says that you should do. So that's why I call this one. That's why this episode was called and will be called why you should give a damn because you shouldn't give a damn about what other people are thinking. You should only give a damn about what you should give a damn about. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, let's go and get this episode underway. Season nine, episode number 137. And this is another replay or this is a replay of why you should give a damn. Let go! All right, 
so I feel like this is going to be a little bit of a story time here today because uh, <laughs> I started off today with a uh, Facebook interaction. Uh, it wasn't a negative one at all, but it was interesting because it made me think. You know, um, I have this local neighborhood uh, Facebook group called the, well, it's not important, but it's a local neighborhood Facebook group where a lot of people ask, you know, different questions about services and, you know, what's going on in the neighborhood. It's a relatively active neighborhood group with quite a few thousand members. So every once in a while, people ask for, you know, a local personal training. And, you know, that's cool and all. And I definitely uh, like when people do that. But uh, the thing is that when I post, uh, or, you know, when I put something up, it's uh, normally in response to somebody. I don't always respond. You know, a lot of people put up, you know, Jerry Washington is an awesome trainer, you know. And obviously, obviously people put up their, their favorite personal trainer, too. Yeah, I believe that everybody has their favorite trainer. So uh, what I'm talking about here is that, a lot of times when people uh, or when trainers, you know, advertise themselves or they respond to someone that's, you know, tag them you know, saying, you know, thank you or whatnot. They normally respond with, uh, uh, you know, pretty much what their services are. And that's great and all, you know, but it doesn't seem like in that case, you know, they're not selling themselves. And maybe they don't want to sell themselves. But at the end of the day, you know, we're always selling. You know, whether, we, whether we're selling uh, people on our services or we're selling people on someone else's services. That's what I've always heard. So I always try to approach it. And I don't always respond because, you know, I'm just always bu- I'm, I'm pretty busy, as you know. <laughs> but when I do respond, I, I, I always, you know, try to sell myself, you know, not necessarily in a way that sounds silly, uh, but just to, you know, tell my accomplishments and essentially uh, say how I can be a good fit for them. So, you know, for instance, this morning I said, you know, I'm a six-time All-American and, you know, the person was looking for someone to train their young athlete. And I said, I'm a six-time All-American and I have quite a few uh, of my clients that have played college sports. Now, I don't know if a lot of people would say that because you might think, you know, that sounds a little selfish or arrogant or pigheaded or whatever you want to say. Uh, But the reason why they would say that is because they would say that. What I'm saying here is that a lot of times, you know, people, they're they're afraid to tout themselves because uh, they're not touting others. You know, like I just right before that post, I actually was talking about uh, another trainer that I have trained with and I said that person was a great trainer so I'm you know just as happy to tout myself as I am to other people whereas other people are normally you know like I said they're talking about other people and that's why they're afraid to talk about themselves so you know and it's it's wild you know this this internet culture we're in you know people get overwhelmed or depressed by likes you know it's essentially a click that someone else you know mindlessly executed based on their presumptions about someone else you know and at the end of the day what's most important is how you actually feel about yourself you know and to be honest with you I I personally deal with doubt and anxiety you know I know it sounds wild but I do you know I wake up every morning with anxiety about everything that's going to happen for the day and I, I get it I get through it because I've done a lot and I've been successful at it, you know. Uh, but the only reason why I did all this stuff, honestly, is because I forced myself to. You know, I told myself I'm going to feel bad, like, no matter what. And that, you know, people were going to talk about me, uh, essentially, no matter what I do anyway. So I might as well find out what happens when I do the thing, you know, and just let them talk. The funny thing is that, yeah, people will talk, but it's not as many as you would think. 
And uh, most of those people that will talk are not the people that actually have any bearing on your results. You know, so and then furthermore, you know, those people will likely stop talking as, as you get more and more positive results. So quick story. I remember uh, my freshman year in college, I was, you know, I was playing football. Uh, I was recruited to play receiver, although I hadn't really played receiver in high school. You know, I was really fast, though. I mean, I, they did my 40 time and I was the fastest person on the team. So I had played lineman, believe it or not, when I was in high school. So they said, you know, we'll try you at wide, re at wide receiver. I, I didn't play lineman, so to speak. I was a tight end. So, you know, tight end is a receiver that can catch for those of you that are not familiar with football. Uh, but for the most part, the way my offense in high school worked, I was pretty much a blocker. And I was a pretty good blocker because I was, I was quick and I was strong. You know, in high school, you don't need to be like 300 pounds to be a good lineman. You just have to be pretty quick and pretty strong. So that's what I was. So uh, they put me in as wide receiver, and I, I couldn't catch. You know, I really couldn't. I, I probably still can't. You know, I just wasn't my forte. So, uh, th but the thing was about that, you know, people made fun of me and they said, hey, you know, this, this guy can't catch. He's all fast and can't do anything else with the ball. And you know, that may be true, but they hadn't seen me on the track. You know, football season was before track season. So, you know, they had, oh, they had all they can say about me uh, as not being a good football player. And yeah, I understand that I wasn't a good football player. So it is what it is, you know, but that, that talk had actually no bearing on my results on the track. However, I do have to admit that that kind of drove me to be uh, the best I can be. You know, it gave me a little bit of that desire to show them up, you know. So uh, I just wanted to prove that I could really be, be good at something, you know, and be good at something I'm already good at, or at least be the best at something that I'm already good at. So I tried. And so... I got pretty good at track. My first season, I got to national. So, you know, the next football season, not many people made fun of me. A few people did, but they still made fun of me. And um, I tell you, the next year when I had pretty much broke all the sprint records at the school and on my way to be a six-time All-American, and no one really made fun of me anymore, you know. And I also quit the football team, so that was part of it too. So, uh, you know, I liked football. You know, it was fun, and it got me doing different things that you wouldn't do on a track. Uh, but I had more fun sprinting. You know, I just had more fun because uh, for me, sprinting is, even though it's only a few seconds long, it was like my place of peace. You know, it's where you just go inside yourself and you just go. You know, you don't have to think about anything else. You don't have to interact with anybody else. You just go. You deep, reach deep down inside and you pull out what you can pull out. So that's what I liked about it. You know, and obviously I was you know, better at it. So the thing to, to take away from that is that, you know, it's best to know yourself and to love yourself. You know, and by knowing yourself and loving yourself, you essentially would be training yourself to be great at the things you're good at. So what I'm saying here to wrap this up is like, you know, more people out there are doing the thing that they're not good at more people than you probably think and some people are even actually successful at it and they make a lot of money doing something that they absolutely hate and that's crazy but those people often uh, make fun of people that are doing what they love and are good at it because deep down inside they wish that could be them and you know the moral of the story i guess is you know don't don't force yourself to do what you don't love you know especially if you're not good at it you know, however, when it comes to things that you need to be good at, you know, like 
for instance, for me, when I was running track, I was practicing my starts and doing drills to make sure that my footwork was, was all right. You know, don't skimp on the practice. So, you know, doing what you love sometimes necessitates that you have to do things that you need to be good at. And those things may not necessarily be the fun things in life, but if you consistently practice those things, you know, this is kind of to go back to what I was talking about on Wednesday. If you consistently practice those things, uh, doing the things that you love, you know, like you have to do the things that you may not like to do uh, to get better at the things you love. And that's important. It's all about seeing the big picture, you know, and um, really the big picture is that you want to be happy and you want to live a life that just brings you joy daily. Yeah, that's how we'll wrap it up. You know, just practice those things that you enjoy and, uh, you know, keep keep working on those things that you need to be good at. You know, whether you like them or not, just recognize those things that you need to be good at and practice those things. Like, for instance, I'm not necessarily I'm not always yeah, I'm not always good at uh, posting on social media when I like to. But I do it a lot because. I know I need to be good at it. So, <laughs> you know, uh, eventually, you know, I'll have someone else that I'll probably hire to do that stuff. But there are things that you need to be good at. And until you have the resources to hire someone else to uh, do them for you, uh, practice those things so that the things that you love can come to fruition. All right. That does it for my day. It does it for my week. I really do appreciate you listening. I hope you had a uh, great week, a great time listening to this. If you did, feel free to leave a rating or review. Tell people how you feel about this podcast. And of course, I'd love for you to subscribe so that you can be updated, notified every time I release a new episode on the airwaves. All right, I'll check you later. And as always, keep good company. <laughs>